3: Hi, Anchor Moms listeners. We just wanted to let you guys know that this episode was recorded before the death of George Floyd and before the demonstrations we've seen across the globe over the last two weeks. We want you to know that we are working on a new episode to tackle these sensitive issues.
2: From the newsroom to the nursery. We're juggling a demanding career on live television with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid. They are Anchor Moms. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. And this is a, a one of our probably favorite podcasts as of late because we talk with a super working mom. I mean, she is like you look at her bio and you're like, oh, Okay. What have I been doing for the last 10 years of my <laughs> life? Her name is Stacey Tushel. She's an author. She's a podcaster. She's a speaker. She's a business coach. She owns very established businesses, um, some of those in Wisconsin, but some online as well. She also has a very successful podcast, Ooh. Foot Traffic Podcast with Stacey Tushel. Um, and in this uh, interview, you're going to hear some tips on how to be successful even during a pandemic, uh, working at home with your kids. Um, she goes into detail about how she's um, emotionally dealt with this uh, pandemic and how it's affected her small businesses as well. So a lot of great tips here. She's she's very inspirational. So here's Stacy. Okay, welcome to our guest, Stacy Tushel. She's an entrepreneur for more than 15 years and is the owner of multiple multi-million dollar businesses. Hard to even say that. So impressive. <laughs> uh, Dance, Dance Studios, a small business consulting company. Um, and she also has a podcast, the Foot Traffic Podcast, with, uh, listen to this, more than a million downloads. So wow. impressive, Stacey. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm I'm so excited to be here. So you live in Wisconsin with your husband and your two kids. How are you navigating this COVID-19 pandemic? How can we as moms kind of keep it together for our families right now? Yeah. I mean,
0: you know, we're recording this now. It's May. We're we're getting a little bit more used to it, but oh man, it has been a transition. Let me tell you, um, I work in my home office. So for me, I don't leave very often, but the kids do. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they're either in daycare or they, you know, my little one is in, or my oldest is in first grade this year. So the transition was now they're home and now they're seeing mom work, you know, in her office. I have doors with clear glass. So I'm just like this walking oh. target every time they pass it. And um, yeah, it's definitely been a transition of, okay, this is when mom's working and now it's time that we get to really play together. Before they didn't see me work. You know, they went to school or, or daycare and I would work and then I would pick them up. So it's a definitely a big transition. And I think the biggest thing for us was really finding our new routine and our new normal and really creating what that looks like. It kind of felt like vacation mode for a little bit. (laughs) And we realized Mm -hmm. this isn't going to work. We need a real structure in place um, because it became a pretty permanent situation. So that was the biggest thing is what is our routine going to look like throughout the day?
1: And how have your kids kind of responded to this? Um, how are they doing? You know, your kids are a little bit older than, than our kids, but still kind of same age group. Uh, yeah. how, how are they How are they handling this? Any advice on how to, you know, make sure they're emotionally stable?
0: Yeah. So I think for, for me, what's funny is I thought they didn't know anything. And my oldest was in school when this was all happening. And they kind of knew they weren't coming back. They were actually heading out for spring break. But they told them. So I said, oh, well, you know, people are getting a little sick right now. And my oldest says, you mean the coronavirus? Like she knew what it was (laughs) called. (laughs) I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. So um, that's really all they know, though. I'm not taking them in anywhere. They haven't gone in a and another building, I would say, besides our house since March, um, they haven't really seen the masks and all of that stuff, but they know about it. I mean, um, my nephew came over and visited outside and he was wearing one. So they know a little bit. It's It's still really confusing. And I don't want them, you know, just my preference. I don't want them going in all these places and seeing it and seeing the empty grocery stores. So I think that's been really helpful for us is just keeping their normal and, you know, try to social distancing and, you know, taking walks outside and things like that.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you help, help folks who have small businesses sort of get it off the ground or be successful. Right. And of course, all of our listeners, they don't, most of our listeners, I would think it's fair to say don't have small businesses, but they do run a household and a lot of them are working. What are some good tips right now in the middle of this pandemic to be, successful and get things done while Uh, you're dealing with all of the stress and the kids and your household and your husband. Talk a little bit about that.
0: Yeah. So I think the biggest thing that I do, and I actually had to, I've always done it, but during this time I had to start waking up even earlier. So that's like my Uh. time. (laughs) (laughs) Like
3: how early is early?
0: So I was waking up consistently at six, but I started to move it back to five. Because I needed needed an extra hour to get things in before they woke up. So like I said, we're we're a little bit more normal now and getting back into a a good routine. But in the beginning, I had a lot to do. And I actually have two dance studios, physical buildings that were closed. So when I say I was going through some things and really struggling in the beginning, I mean, I was thinking like, Am I losing these buildings? Am I losing these studios? How do I transition them to virtual? And, you know, it has been a pretty big, you know, undertaking to say the least. So for me, I was like, I've got to get this done and I've got to be prepared. And this kind of just threw us for a loop. So yeah, going to sleep early so I can wake up early. I'm just so much more productive in the morning than I am later in the evening. I'm just so exhausted by the end of the night. So for me, I really like to get up, get ready and get my day organized before the kids even come in.
2: Makes sense. So are, you know, you say that you're protecting your kids kind of from the physical aspects of COVID-19, but yeah. what about the emotional ones affecting you? You know, this is, this is your livelihood. It's, it's, yeah. it's not only something you've been working for more than 15 years on, but also, you know, it's helped keeping your family afloat, I could imagine. So yeah. what are you, what are you doing to kind of keep those emotions at bay around your children?
0: Yeah, that's a great point because you have to be very careful what conversations are you having with your spouse or on the phone with your mom or your sister or somebody, right? I don't want to scare them. I don't want them to hear certain things that they're not ready to hear yet. Being four and seven, um, I'm embarrassed to say this in front of anchors, but I'm I'm keeping the news off in front of them. <laughs> I don't want them. We get it. Me. We get it. <laughs> yeah, we I don't things. want them hearing what's going on because we. They, it sounds so much worse, right? Or or we're hearing something not even near us, and so that's a big thing. Is news off? i um, really being conscious of what we're talking about, and then the big thing is the transition. Because I'm a working mom and I still have to get things done now more than ever, it feels like, I need that transition time. So even though I try to wrap up my day by two or three, I might go on a walk by myself just to kind of decompress and like emotionally and mentally get ready because if I come to them all stressed, They're going to feel that energy. They're going to feel, okay, mom, I'm going to be snappy or I'm going to be, you know, I'm not going to be the mom that I want to be. So I think that transition of really getting yourself ready and whatever that is for you, maybe it's a workout, maybe it's a walk, maybe it's doing a quick 10 minute yoga or meditation and just sitting in silence, whatever that looks like, figure that out because the kids need you to get back and be refreshed and be ready to go to to, to kind of put the mom hat on.
2: Mm -hmm. That's
1: really good advice.
2: Are there any like tangible things that we need to be doing right now, this week, um, in the midst of this pandemic as we enter kind of summer for these kids?
0: Yeah, so I have been learning actually from a lot of, I know homeschool is very different than our homeschooling situation, but I've been really learning from a lot of my friends who traditionally homeschool and saying things like, just because you're home and you're not going anywhere, get dressed, like take a shower, get ready. Mm -hmm. Um, It will make you feel better. It'll make you feel, um, especially coming from the dance world, if a dancer comes in wearing pajamas or she comes in wearing a leotard, they perform very differently, right? So you want to really start to, You know, let this again be the new normal and start to get ready for your day. Start to have those productive moments or things that you want to do. Brush your teeth by this time or, you know, all the things that maybe we're thinking, well, we're not going anywhere today. It's pajama day again, right? (laughs) Um, What can you do to kind of keep it going? And then what new traditions can you put in place? So maybe it's a family evening walk. You know, I just keep saying to people from Wisconsin, I'm so happy and so blessed that this fell in the months it did. Because if this was in December and January for us, yeah. we would be going, I mean, I can't even tell you the difference. I've been taking a walk daily. I can't do that in December and January. Mm-hmm. Like, and walking at a treadmill in my basement is not the same thing as going mm-hmm. outside in nature. So I think starting those new traditions or, you know, is it time for a, a walk with the stroller, or whatever that is, that's gonna be your best thing. Is kind of starting to get that rhythm and routine and maybe just mapping it out. As you're planning next week? So, so you- I
3: go ahead, Karen. Sorry.
1: <laughs> um, so, I'm not exactly sure where Wisconsin is and all this, but North Carolina, um, where we are, is really starting to open up a lot. Uh, we're in phase two now. Um, so, we, the three of us, have been talking about kind of how, how do you navigate? uh kind of stepping back out there yeah. <laughs> uh, with your kids with your family um you know making those decisions on when it's okay for your kids to see their friends again um those types of things how how are you thinking about that and kind of mm-hmm. dealing with that
0: yeah so in Wisconsin we were supposed to open up May 26th or at least that was our date and then all of a sudden out of nowhere I think it was like May 20th they're like oh we're open nope just kidding like they did something and it basically, out of nowhere, we were opened back up. So I don't think a lot of us were ready for it. I know my employees, some of them were not emotionally ready for it. When you think Mm -hmm. I'm going back June 1st or whatever date it was, Mm -hmm. and then it springs on you. So I not only see this from my perspective, but I see it from my, my team's perspective. I see it from my customer's perspective because we're sending out surveys. So I'm asking, do you feel ready to come back? What does that look like? So for me, It's funny because I'm kind of that germaphobe who doesn't want to go in the grocery store and I'm wearing all the things. And I've been in the store twice in the last, since March, like (laughs) March 15th, I'm just that girl. So in my head, I'm thinking that's how everybody else is, but they're not. And in these surveys I'm sending out, we're getting about 60% or more to say, we're ready. Open your doors. My Mm. kid will be coming. So it's funny because you think everybody's just like you. And they're not. And you have to be really respectful of everybody else's decisions, right? Just because you're one way or you feel comfortable or you don't, doesn't mean everybody else should feel that same way. So just be, you know, especially give a little grace because no one's gone through this. If you think somebody's overreacting or you think they're not taking it seriously enough, they don't know how they should be acting. They've never Mm -hmm. gone through this. They've never experienced it before. So, you know, I always say it's somebody who's, you know, training somebody new to come on my team. They don't know what they're doing until we train them, right? Just like Mm -hmm. this. No one knows how to go through the coronavirus, right? We don't know how to get through it. We don't know. um, We've never experienced COVID-19. So let everybody kind of get in this groove and figure this out for themselves and just do what feels comfortable for you. Don't let anybody sway what you should or shouldn't be doing
3: and you work with as I mentioned that's sort of your bread and butter is small business owners which I mean if you've been watching the news you know have been heavily impacted by the coronavirus what are you telling these folks and even people who are listening right now who are have been furloughed have been laid off who can't go back to work don't feel comfortable going back to work what are you Mm. telling those people out there
0: Yeah. So, I mean, not only was I feeling the pressure of what's going to happen with my business, I had a lot of weight that I was carrying for other small business owners saying, okay, what do I do here? This happened in my state. So I was not only worrying about Wisconsin guidelines. I'm like, oh great. Now my client (laughs) in Texas is telling me this. I'm trying to strategize for her too. So what I would say is, um, first, the one thing that I did was when this happened in March, I decided in April, I was going to show up Monday through Friday Uh, on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, just be there and be present. I didn't know what I was going to talk about. It was, you know, five days a week for the entire month of April. And I just said, I'm going to be here. So if you have questions, if you need to just hear somebody that's telling you, you can do this, come join me. You know, I was kind of trying to find that safe space for them to be around and not just be devouring the news 24 seven either. So I think for, for me, the biggest thing I can say to you is go where you feel that person is motivating or they're inspiring you to keep, you know, doing what you want to do and making you feel better and making you feel positive. Um, I always say I'm realistically optimistic because I don't want to be so optimistic. You don't even believe that this is possible or that you think it's realistic for you. But when you can kind of be that inspiration and show them how they can get it done or what they can do, they're like, okay, there's somebody else in this. She looks like she has it halfway put together. (laughs) I'm going to do this too. Um, But I think too, you know, sharing the vulnerable parts of this has been tough. This has not been easy. I have worked harder now than I have in the last 18 years, even starting up Mm -hmm. these businesses. So I think just know we're in this together. Find your people. Find the people that you can, like I said, feel good about still. But yes, you can have your moment and vent to him or her as well.
2: Stacey, you are a just a plethora of knowledge this is wonderful to have you on
0: thank you um
1: i have another question real quick um so you talked about being realistically optimistic which is great um (laughs) what do you what do you do when you're um not feeling so
3: optimistic you know there's
1: some there's been some i'm going to be honest some kind of low points for me and i'm usually Mm -hmm. a very happy person but it's just been a struggle and it's really kind of weighed on me as a mom and, and a working mom uh, any advice on how to deal with that and kind of turn it around if you're having those down days?
0: Yeah. So knowing that I am very public on my social platforms, I do want to be careful that I'm not going. You know what? I'm crying right now. I'm gonna jump on an Instagram live and you know work through this with everybody. <laughs> I've seen that a lot. Yeah. And
2: here's the thing. <laughs> oh no. That really? might not
0: be. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Wow.
2: Oh yeah, I think it
0: happens all the time, even not Mm -hmm. in this situation. People are like, this is the time to be authentic and vulnerable. And honestly, I like to work through it on my own and really just kind of deep go into it. And then I reflect on it and I share what happened and how I did it and how I got through it. So I share with people, I shared this on a podcast, but I, I remember, I think it was like March 18th or something. And I remember thinking to myself, I woke up early. I was in my office, like kind of having that. I even said like I cried, but I didn't cry enough knowing like my kids could be coming in and I didn't want them to see that. And I remember thinking like, I might lose this all. Like this might all go away. As somebody who owns commercial buildings, I have to personally guarantee those buildings. So if my studios go under and I can't pay my mortgage, they're going to come after my house my car, like literally every possession I own. And I had to go in this moment of what does worst case scenario look like? So I took myself there, right? I I had to take myself of, well, if we lose the house, okay, it's just the house. I would probably move in with my parents. And thankfully they have three extra bedrooms and we could still have our own space. And I I literally went through every single option of like, what could this look like? And by the end of it, it wasn't this amazing picture that I would have wanted to see, but I thought to myself, it's not that bad and I could rebuild everything I've built. I know how to do it. I still have my skill sets. I still have this experience. It's making me stronger. I will just have to do it again. And I think going to that worst place, (laughs) worst case scenario, seeing it and realizing I could still handle it. I could still get through it. That's where I had the confidence to say, okay, game time, what am I going to do? And Mm -hmm. how am I going to do this? And that's what I publicly shared. I didn't in the middle of the tears, come on and say, well, this is what I'm thinking, right? It's not right. like, no, I had that moment and maybe you need to have yours too. Maybe you've been putting on a brave face the last few months and you haven't had that worst case scenario and you need to give yourself that time to do it. Just, just don't sit in that pity party too long.
2: <laughs> yeah. I like that. You're offering more of a solution.
0: Mm-hmm. That's wonderful.
2: So, Stacey, how can we find you? What are your What are your social media uh, handles and such?
0: Yep. Yeah, so you can find me everywhere at Stacey Tushel, and then the podcast is Foot Traffic Podcast.
2: All right. Foot well, awesome. Awesome.
1: Thanks, thank guys. You so this was much so for fun. Talking.
3: Yeah. Thank you so much for talking to us. Getting up early, you've. I've, I feel motivated right now, guys. <laughs> guys i like, to go out. And, like, I have like and a, have a new
1: mom yeah. role model i'm like gonna hit it
2: with a realistic optimism today <laughs> i think they say like boss mom isn't that is that your title yeah hashtag boss yes. mom. that's yes, you, i love it <laughs> thank you guys <laughs> thanks Stacy. Okay, have a good bye. one anchor moms is brought to
3: you by wilderness at the smokies the smokies largest water park resort get out of the house and into the wilderness Stacey Tushel, um, if you're interested in following along, of course, with her uh, journey, you can uh, visit her at her uh, social media sites. You can look her up online as well. You know what I liked about her, guys, is I felt like she had a plan, um, a plan of action for all of this, for, for coronavirus and dealing with this for your kids. I feel like once you sort of come up with that in your head and you follow it, it makes life a little bit easier. So hopefully our listeners kind of feel the same way. We're able to get some takeaways from that.
1: Yeah. And I also, I mean, just thinking about her and hearing her talk about her small businesses and how much she's invested and how much she could lose in all of this. Right. uh, You know, the three of us are lucky that we, our jobs have not been affected. Um, Our husband's jobs have not been affected just got to be so scary for those folks who are um, looking at a potential really big financial loss in all of this and what that looks like. So I appreciated her kind of opening up about how hard that's been. Um, And I like how she said
2: how she didn't get on Instagram and just cry (laughs) in the middle of, if you are one of those people who do that. Just keep doing it because I personally like it. I like to see people like, like break at their worst. Like at their God. worst, it like I'm like I'm not at that moment right now, so that makes me feel good. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little one, I'm maybe one step up from that right now. May, I just finished crying, so now I feel better. So good, yeah. Yeah. good, good, good,
1: good.
2: Win of the week. So we have a really
1: special win of the week this week. Mm-hmm. Um. This big announcement, guys. Whoa. This is a really, really big one. Um, nobody's so... pregnant.
3: Wait, we need to make oh, this No okay. one's pregnant. No one's pregnant. <laughs> <No, it's> pregnant.
2: <laughs> no, pregnant. No one's pregnant. It's, it's, pregnant. Not, it's, not it like... it's not that big. It's not that big. This is on the other, <laughs> the
1: other half of the Anchor Mom's uh, side from being a mom. But um, we have some really exciting news to share. Katie is getting a very, very, very big promotion. Hey. She is our
3: new morning anchor at... The station where we work, WLOS. That's true. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, It's been in the works, obviously, you guys know for a while, but we're just able to announce it uh, right now on the podcast. So, yeah, I'm really excited. You know, I've been doing, I've been traffic anchoring and filling in here for the past couple of years, and uh, I finally got the call to the big leagues, guys. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, excited. Yeah,
1: you definitely deserve it, and we are so happy. I'm sad though because now you're like officially on the morning shift with Ingrid. I so I feel like I need to maybe come back to the morning show, even though I, I don't wake up that
2: early. You're, you can come on, come on let's do it. Uh, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. I mean, so you're what? Just jealous of the friendship. <laughs> Because that's pretty um, much. She's worried that we're gonna be we're you're gonna we're yeah. gonna talk behind your back. Mm-hmm. Oh, that
3: Karen Zagalak.
2: Yeah, we're gonna talk about Karen, and every single morning become BFFs without you. No, just put the, I, together. So I so yeah. So I work on the morning show. If people don't know that I'm the meteorologist in the mornings. So Katie will be literally in the same room with me every single day. I'm so excited. I'm excited too. I'm sure you're not excited. Parents like less, (laughs) though. No,
1: I'm very happy for you, Katie. I'm. I'm sure. um, I. I, You know, the the waking up is the only negative. Totally. That,
3: yeah. um, it's it's going to be tough. As we're recording this episode right now, I haven't, it hasn't started yet. Um, But once this episode is released, I've been doing it for a couple of days. Guys, I've been getting up at like 6.37, going to bed at 11 o'clock. It's going to be rough. Mm. Also, I got to say, you know what the hardest part is? Is this feels like coming back from maternity leave. Like I've yes. spent so much time with River over the past couple of weeks. I was actually like, Crying a little bit in bed last night just thinking about it. But you know, I'm hoping mm-hmm. just like maternity leave, you know, you rip the band aid off and after like mm-hmm. the first week or so, you're back into the swing of things. So stay tuned mm-hmm. for that. I'm sure we'll talk a lot and about that.
1: Here's the, the other good thing, Katie. Um, when you filled in before, it hasn't always been this way, but now you have a child who sleeps through the night.
2: Yeah, that's true. Raised and so that's good. And hopefully
1: it stays that way, right? Yes. Well, we are very, very excited for you. And you deserve this. So we do. Happy. Thank yes,
3: you, guys. Katie. Katie's the best. All right. Okay. That's enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> what if this breaks
2: us up, Katie? What if instead we just end up hating each other because oh. we spent so much <gasps> like, time together? The like, like band it, like, is breaking up.
3: We're going to be yeah. like one of those like story and then, 80s bands who yeah. remember the anchor moms. <laughs> and
1: you both come to me like, you know, bashing on the other one.
3: What? Oh. <laughs> this is like a soap opera. Could mm-hmm. happen. It this could actually make the podcast. Actually, I'm gonna hope that that happens because I feel like it could make the podcast lots a lot of drama, better. like juicy, lots
2: like, of juicy. Drama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. Guys, we'll see what we do. Right.
3: Stay tuned, guys. It's gonna get crazy. <laughs> <gasps> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Stacy um, for talking to us, talking to us through our problems here. It was
2: a. It was. This a good podcast, guys. Yeah, it was very yeah. good. All right, leave us a review, guys. Thanks for joining us. Bye, guys. Ankle Moms, the podcast. Thanks for listening.